Chop, can you hear me? Tim, are you there? Can you hear me? Perfect. All right. Well, welcome everyone. Episode two of the He Hate Me podcast. Uh, Chop, how'd last week go for you betting wise? I mean, I mean, Tim, I couldn't, it couldn't have gone worse. I'll tell you that. It couldn't <laughs> have gone much fucking worse. I mean, I had no feel for the XFL. Um, I came out, I came out of last week angry. I haven't been angry in a long time. I was angry at sports last weekend, dude. Let me tell you. That might light the fire under your, your, your wallet. You know what I mean? That might light the fire and, and really bring you all the way into the gambling Dude, aspect no, and, no. and make you want to win that back. First of all, I have so many things to get into. I know we can get into. Fuck Tampa Bay. Fuck my team, the Tampa Bay Vipers. Dude, Aaron Murray has got 22 arm strength. He's the worst player I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Mark Trestman's a dumbass. Their fucking offensive coordinator, the defensive coordinator, has got two fucking headsets on. It, the, the, team is, the team is a mess. We got Quentin Flowers Listen, driving down the field. I told you, I ranked them eighth. Dude. I ranked them eighth. I told you last week, Chuck. Quentin Flowers is driving down the fucking field, and we just uh, and then we decide to pull him out of quarterback and then not play him in, in the red zone at all. He's the only guy moving yards. It makes no sense. Bob Stoops. Is, Bob Stoops. Bob is Stoops. An, I was gonna say Bob Stoops. Hat. Dude, I told you, I called it. And you know what? I hope Landry. I like Landry Jones too. I do like Landry Jones, but I hope that team fucking fails because fuck him. And then now I'm in this huge predicament because PJ Walker is an absolute goddamn monster, and he's an absolute gangster, capital G gangster, and that. But the fucking Houston Roughneck fans. I got dude wearing dudes wearing cargo shorts coming at me online. Like, are you fucking? I haven't seen anybody wear a pair of cargo shorts since 1975, for Christ's sakes. And this guy's screaming at me about the Houston Roughnecks. You know what? And it, I'm in such a predicament about it, but fuck the Roughnecks, dude. That's how I feel about the first week of the XFL. And you know what? I, you, you know two almost needed Let me finish, and then I'll get back to you. And then I got people saying, oh, the XFL is so great. It's so good. It was a solid first week. Everybody needs to fucking calm down. Let's be realistic. Let's not overhype this thing, all right? I'm fucking mad online uh, my name is xfl chop i'm mad online and welcome to the he hate me podcast yeah i mean hey explosive start i'll say this before we really get into this week you and cargo short guy what a back and forth if, if you guys aren't following xfl chop on twitter a, a back and forth of the ages between you and cargo short guy it was almost like you guys almost started falling for each other towards the end chop what <laughs> What were you thinking no, and you know, during that whole exchange? This is, but this is, but this is what happens. I think with most people is I start screaming at them and they get wicked defensive, and then I think they do a little research on me and they say, "Oh, I get this guy. I kind of like this guy." This what always happens every time I start screaming. I'm screaming at somebody in my fantasy baseball league today, Nick Frost. You know Nick Frost. I'm screaming oh, yeah. at him. Right, and he starts he starts sending his paragraphs, bro. These paragraphs screaming, and then I think he finally came to the realization is like, oh, I get what XFL chops. When people get me, they're like, oh, this guy's kind of funny. I get him, but when they don't at first, I'm in their head. I own, I own, I absolutely own. Well, the last thing I'll say before we uh, we move forward here is I I was up six units after last weekend. Yeah, Uh, I was gonna bring the XFL. XFL. Uh, if you're listening right now, follow me blindly. Hop on the gravy train. Choo choo. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna we're gonna own a XFL team by the end of this year. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Rousing <laughs> home. So uh, exciting news, Chop. Yeah. Exciting news as we had to talk about next week's gambling. Sydney Beecham, the XFL's own Sydney Beecham, is taking time again out of his busy schedule to join us. Let me just see if we can get him on. Sydney, can you hear me? Yeah, Tim, is that you? 
Sydney, hey, welcome back. Hey, Sydney. Hey, Tim. Nolan, Chip. Hey, hey. Sydney, it's so great to have you. Thank you for taking time out of your day. I know you're a busy man. And I think, you know, first things first, I need to address. I know you had a busy week. The scandal for the Adam Shepard scandal. Unbelievable. Uh, it really was unbelievable. The screenshots are there. If you haven't, go follow us on Twitter. The screenshots are there. Sydney, you reported Pepper Johnson's firing before anyone else did. And Adam Schefter stole your tweets. What do you have to say? You know, it's, it's tough because uh, you can see Chop, what he said. I had the information. I was aware that Pepper Johnson did not know this. I really didn't want to be the first one to spill the beans. I was going to give the team a chance to let him know. And then, you know, it, then it all hell breaks loose. And everyone wants to be the first one to report it. And I'm just sitting here trying to be the bigger man. And no, doesn't no, 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 no. You're playing too nice of a guy here. Let me tell you this. Adam Schefter, first of all, is an asshat. But what he did is bullshit because he not only stole it from you, there was multiple people after the fact and he tried to take it. He didn't even credit anybody. And at that point, there was multiple people. Then you got Connor Cap. What's his name? What's his name? What's his name, Andrew? XFL Connor. XFL Connor. Yes, Connor with a K. That guy had the information, and we had the information before, two hours before. And he had to fucking go out and say, and Pepper Johnson found out through Twitter because of that guy. And that's bullshit to me. I don't, I don't like that. I don't play those games. Yeah, I, I would never. I mean, that's a, that's a man's livelihood. That's bullshit. You know, that's I'm a man's sorry. Livelihood. I know I'm mad. I'm, I'm so mad I'm, I'm distraught right now. I can't even figure out what I want to say. But it's bullshit that he's going to pull that shit. If that's how the, if that's how the XFL is going to work, then fine. Let's go. We're going to start reporting stuff. I don't give a shit. If it's somebody's child we're going to talk about. I'll, I'll fucking say it if we're going to play these games. At, at this point, it's, it's, it's who's, who's reporting first. Doesn't matter. They don't care who's, who's lives on the line. Sydney, I, I appreciate your morals and sticking to your character like that. That must have been difficult to sit back and watch. It's, it's tough, uh, certainly, and I, I thank you for appreciating me. I think I'm just going to have to go out there now and just report things first. I'm going to have to play dirty. That's yeah. it, Sydney. That's Bad it. guy, That's Sydney. And, and, the black and while hat. we're here, um, I, you know, I was going to hold off and wait on this, but I'm hearing rumors, and I didn't want to say it because I really don't think it's true but I don't want to get caught up again by Adam Schefter. I'm hearing talks from Tampa Bay um, that they're interested in Vinny Testaverde. Wow. Junior? Are we talking junior or senior? Yeah, junior. Oh, but listen, at this point, we need anybody. Fire Mark Tristan, fire the whole team. That is, that is astonishing. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Vinny Testaverde Jr. to Tampa Bay? Is that, that, I can't even believe that. Again, I can't confirm things, but I got to just start, you know, repeating what I'm what I'm hearing to to get first. Apparently, well, Sydney, I mean, this is why you're a professional. We thank you for coming on. So, how about we dive into next week, and and, and we and we get these make these people some money, make these listeners some money. What do you say? Let's do it. Let's go. <clears throat> well, 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 Tim, let me let me if if you give me a minute, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump right into it, and I think a perfect leeway in would be my Valentine's Day special. Whoa, all right, Valentine's Day special. Uh, Sydney, take it away. All right, so we're going to make this quick because people got things to do. For my date list, for this Valentine's Day, who I'll take out on a date? Quarterback, Landry Jones. <laughs> Running back, James Butler. Wide receiver, 
Austin Prohl, and wide receiver Sammy Coates. Okay. Wow. Um, who I who I will not take out to dinner. Not even give him the. Not even respond to DMs this week. Philip Nelson, <laughs> Matt Jones, Rashad Ross, and anyone not named Nelson Spruce. Okay. <laughs> and. <laughs> And there's there's one other one. There's kind of an in the middle. And, you know, things get a little wild around Valentine's Day. I got two guys who I'd be interested in a one-night stand with. That's Lance Dunbar and Flynn Nagel. Oh, Nagel. Hey, I like that. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd go on a little fling with Nagel. I have I, – listen, I, I don't hate that list, but I have a question for you. I was, I was asking it on Twitter last week. Where was Sammy Coates? Was Sammy Coates even on the field last week? You know, he didn't show up in the stat sheet, but I can tell you that he was second on the team in routes and he had five deep ball <laughs> targets, which, which led the XFL this week. Yeah. Five but deep ball he's targets. Too, he's too injured. He doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't get the step anymore. He can't even beat the XFL cornerbacks. Sammy Coates, where is Sammy Coates? I was going back and forth with at shits and pants on Twitter. And he, <laughs> and, and he kept saying, oh, Sammy Coates, MVP. I said, where is Sammy? I can't, where is Sammy? That's all I kept saying. Unbelievable. All right, well, keep that in mind. Our first game, we're going to talk about week two. St. Louis Battlehawks at the Houston Roughnecks, minus seven, 51 over under. Chop, what are you taking on this one? Uh, it's it's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, what do you say? I mean, I, I'm going to be honest here with you, Tim. <clears throat> I like to – I'm going to do my betting this week instead of going for my brain because my brain is 0-500 all time. It loses. Every bet I make, I lose. So what I'm going to do this week, and which, which I hope is okay with you guys, I probably should throw this out here before, but I'm going to go into it now, is I want to hear you, both your takes, and then I'm going to let my brain decide off your two takes what's the right decision. Because when I think outright, I'm just an idiot. I don't, I don't win bets. So I'm going to outthink you guys, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take what you say, and then, I, and then, and then I'm going to make my pick. So I'm going to actually throw a little curveball here and say, uh, 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 Sydney, what do you have? Uh, I'm sorry, gentlemen. I uh, got a lot going on with the kids running around. Can you tell me what game we're talking about again? So, so before I dive into this again, Chop, have you ever thought about, you know, thinking what your brain thinks no. and then doing the opposite? You but you can't. But you can't because then your brain knows. Your brain knows. It's impossible. The, the gambling gods know. Your brain knows if you go trying to bet right. against it. So what I'm going to so do then, is then I'm going to take right. all this other information that you two are about to give me. I'm going to assess the situation, and I'm going to take the team that I think probably isn't going to win. But I'm going to assess everything first because if I just say, "Hey, I think you know the Bucks are going to, uh, the Vipers are going to win," then I'm like, "Oh, then then the Vipers are going to lose. Then the Vipers are going to lose. Or if I say they're right. going to lose, they're going to win. It's going to be vice versa." So I'm going to take this all in. I'm going to try to trick my brain here, gentlemen. I'm going to trick my brain into winners. Isn't that your own brain tricking itself? I don't know. Let's absolutely stop talking about it. not. Sid. I guarantee you, I'm going to be plus twenty units this week. <laughs> Sid, we're doing St. Louis Battlehawks at Houston Roughnecks. Roughnecks are favored minus seven, and the over/unders fifty-one. Yeah, I have I have Houston by seven in this game. I know it's the it's easy pick, but I have Houston by seven. Now, Houston, I believe, was, was the, the only team to go over last week, and they cleared the mark pretty high. 
do you expect that again, or would you would you think with St. Louis's kind of stingy defense that uh, that they'll hold uh, Houston? No, I think that the first week is just everything is just you know you can't really. Yeah. Yeah. Tim. Yeah. Um. So I'm also going to agree with Sydney. I'm going to go Houston Roughnecks covering uh, minus seven over St. Louis. Didn't love what I saw from St. Louis last week, even though I did hit on plus three hundred money line on them against Big Dallas. Hit. Huge uh, hit. I didn't. I didn't love what I saw. I saw an undisciplined team. I saw a team that took advantage of a, a awful quarterback, and I think Houston comes in as as maybe my number two team this week. So I got Houston covering, and I have the over in that game. Chop, did I sway you any which way? This is this is this is where I was at before. I was with Houston and the overs, where is where my brain yeah. was telling me I'm sticking with the over here. PJ Walker is a monster. If I had a problem, if I had one problem with the XFL this the first week, it was the quarterback play was terrible. But that's the toughest position in football, so you gotta hope it improves. But they need better quarterback play. But PJ Walker was like a legitimate quarterback, a quarterback <laughs> that could be a backup in the NFL for sure. I think right now, I thought so too. He was great. He was excellent. But I'm yeah. taking St. Louis. I think Houston's going to come in a little bit high. I like um, I like Houston to win the game, but I'm going to take St. Louis in the points here. So I got the over in St. Louis in the points. I agree. They were very undisciplined. I think P.J. Walker's a monster. But I think week two of the NFL, they're going to start to get some film on people. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take St. Louis in the points here. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see how that turns out. Um, our next game we're going to cover, Dallas Renegades are favored by three and a half at the LA Wildcats over under. Now, Sydney, are, are you with us? Yeah. Sorry about that guys. I'm back. Yep. No, no it's all good. So uh, Dallas Renegades favored by three and a half over LA Wildcats 48 over under Sydney. How do you feel about that game? This game I have Dallas by 14. Okay. So they're going to cover easily. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, L.A., they're, they, yes, they have the greatest name in the XFL on the team at Chad Kanoff, but he's out. Josh Johnson, <laughs> question mark, and their backup, or their third guy, who was, I, think went, I think he had one yard and an interception, one for four. Yeah. I mean, they're just in shambles. Yeah, I, I'll tell you this. L.A. was embarrassing. So bad. So bad. So bad. I mean, so, so bad. And I said this to to a good friend of mine. I said when Dallas got their asses kicked with that backup quarterback, I said, I am betting heavily on Dallas next week with Landry Jones coming back. They're gonna they're gonna cover easily. And I, I think they hit the over as well. So I, I'm gonna go Dallas covering the points and the over forty eight. Chop, how do you feel about this one? I, I think this is your no brain. This is Timmy's lock of the week. Yeah, I mean I uh, I fucking hate Bob Stoops and I just can't say that enough to this podcast. I can't tell you how much I root against Bob Stoops here. But LA Kanoff was screaming at the coach from the in the from the get-go and I can't say Kanoff was wrong. He sounded like a bitch, but the coach was so stupid on some of those play calls. They weren't going for it at like the 40. They were punting. It was just dumb after dumb after dumb and you can't fix dumb. I like the under here. I like the under here. Under, yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to take the favorite, and I'm just going to take the points, and I'm just going to play it safe. I agree. It's not my lock of the week, but um, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna take them because LA is just LA is the embarrassment of the XFL right now. I couldn't agree more. Uh, so our third game this week is gonna be your Tampa Bay Vipers at Seattle Dragons. The Vipers are actually favored by two points on this line with an over under of 48. Sydney, were you surprised to see the Tampa Bay Vipers favored? I thought Seattle held their own against a good DC team last week, and the Vipers got eviscerated. I'm surprised they're favored away. Honestly, this this game could have gone any which way. They scored a combined 22 points total last week. It, it's a, it was a coin flip. I still think they're trying to figure out how these lines are going to work. That that's a good point. I honestly, I I have Seattle in this one, uh, so I guess I'm taking the underdog. Um, Seattle uh, is going to sell out at home. I really didn't think they played that bad of a game against DC. If I'm going to be totally honest, they got tons of pressure on Cardale. Cardale is just the best, one of the best quarterbacks in the league last monster. So I have Seattle. I think if they establish a run game, Tampa Bay was embarrassing as I'm sure chop will touch on here. I'm going to take Seattle in the under in this one, uh, under 48 Seattle minus two or plus two. Uh, Chop, did, did that give you any, any information? Well, I'm going to give you a couple stats. Last week in the XFL, um, Tampa Bay had the most yards and the least yards given up, and they got fucking smoked. Okay, so that's a sign for, t- for the Vipers that you got to say, all right, we got a little something here. Okay, we got a little something. Maybe there's something to give. With Aaron Murray ruled out for the game, if fucking Mark Trestman can stay the fuck out of the way, it's going to force them to play Quentin Flowers more. And I like Tampa Bay here, and I like the over. I like Tampa to come out, and they're going to fucking show it. Take the Tampa um, – take the, take the minus two and fucking run with Tampa. Quentin Flowers is going to have his breakout game. He was showing it last game. They decided not to use him. They're going to give him the fucking football, and they're going to run it. Seattle's a good team. I don't think Seattle's a bad team. It's going to be a tough start for them for 0-2. But I think Seattle's a solid team, so this is a risky play. But Tampa's a better team. They have more talent. I think Seattle's a little more stable. If Mark Trestman, that fucking idiot, can stay out of the way, I think Tampa's going to be okay. All right. Wow. Interesting to hear the optimism. I mean, there is some optimism. They moved the ball pretty well. Dude, they were they were cruising. But Mark, the the problem with that team is Mark Tressman. He needs to realize that this isn't the, this isn't the fucking Canadian Football League. This isn't the NFL. This is the XFL. Let's get cute. Let's get creative, and let's give Quentin Flowers the goddamn football. Yeah. All right. Well, moving to our last game of the week. I'm excited for this one. I don't know about you guys. The New York Guardians. At D.C. Defenders. Defenders favored minus five and a half, over under 49. Sydney, what an exciting matchup. Who do you have in this one? This game, I have D.C. by seven. The What did stand out to me was that no one on the Guardians showed up on the injury report, and they're the only team without any injuries. Everyone <laughs> is just falling apart right now, and they're the only ones. But wow. I still have them losing by seven. Okay. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I am a D.C. Defenders fan. I have been since the start of the league. I'm going with the New York Guardians money line on this one. Okay? What I saw from D.C.'s offensive line last week was concerning. Cardale had to make way too many plays with way too many guys in his face. And I think against a disciplined, solid New York Guardians football team that I saw last week, I think they're going to go into D.C. and win this game. 
I like New York Guardians money line. I think they're plus two fifty or something like that. So you can make some pretty good money on that straight up victory. Chop, how do you feel? This is where my brain gets in the way because I talked a lot of shit about <laughs> I talked a lot of shit about Matt McGloin. I talked a lot of shit. Yeah. He looked you sure did. He looked stable under center, I thought, last week. That the and I know you know, Tampa didn't play great, but the Guardians are, I think, are a solid football team. And um, I, this is, I did see, this is the problem. Right now, I'm saying I got to take DC. I have to take DC. But I'm going to go against my brain here and I'm going to go, I'm going to ride with you, Tim. I'm going to go Guardians money line and give me the over. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's where we make our money this week. I think you look at the rest of the money lines and the rest of the spreads. I think this Guardians pick is not only a smart pick, but it's a value pick. Yep. And when you combine a smart and a value, boy, that's where you start making some money. So uh, as, as, we, as we wrap this thing up, uh, Sydney, thanks so much for coming. Did you have any, any closing statements here that you wanted to let the people know? Yeah, I, I did. I have to give a shout-out to our T-shirt winner, Alex Haas. Oh, um, that's exciting. Yeah, um, I don't really know him. I've met him on Twitter. We've been talking a little bit through the DMs. Seems like a seems like a really good guy. I think he's in PA school um, at the University of Vermont. But um, and then and one other thing is that while this league was, you know, it was it was fun, but we also and it was good football. But we have to remember this league is still run by by Vince McMahon. And I don't know if you guys saw this. I'm sure you did. But we had backup QBs shotgunning Bud Light seltzers after putting up 15 points in victory. <laughs> I saw that. As a problem. That, that, was, that was a lot of fun. I really like that. But did you see how they had it set up? It wasn't even like it was in a cooler or like in anything. They just literally had like like 12 packs sitting on the side that they were just ripping open. I mean, can we get this league a little dignity? Can we get them set up a little classier if they're going to be shotgun seltzers for Christ? <laughs> they're, they're working, but I tell you, Vince McMahon knows how to market. <laughs> no, he's right. But I mean, come on. Can we? I mean, it was literally just sitting on like a fold-out table. In the, in the, in I'm not gonna lie. I've, I'm with Chop here. I've seen classier setups at Division three yeah. college baseball I mean, facilities. I mean, come on, come on. I mean, I mean, back in the day, we've all thrown better parties than what I saw in there after the first victory. And I know they get the little bonus after the after the wins, which is great. There, you know, they're celebrating a little extra money in their pockets. But can we get these guys some first class, you know, some first class liquor in there for Christ's sakes? Imagine celebrating a three thousand dollar or whatever it is bonus. By buying a twelve pack of of Bud Light seltzers, yeah, I mean, you know, well, imagine I, that. I think we got to remember that, for me. that Bud Light is their is one of their sponsors. What was that, Sydney? So, so, Bud Light's one of their sponsors, so I think they they can't be throw popular, it in a you know, cooler, Ace of Spades, you know, throw it in a cooler yeah, for Christ's sake, throw it in a cooler. I don't need to see the packaging sitting on a on, on a fifteen dollar fold out table. Yeah, I, I I'm with Chop on this one. I, it, it was a bad look. It was a fun look, but it was a bad look in my opinion. Yeah, and, uh, and I think any hardware stores guys out there listening right now, this could be your way into the XFL. They're looking for sponsors and, and tables and coolers. So, you know, shoot your shot. That, that's an idea. Sydney, always great having you. Thanks so much for joining us again this week. Uh, you guys take care. Thank you very much. All right. And Chop, as as we wind this down, any final remarks? Yeah, I got a I got a I got a quick beer review. I hate I hate to do this to people. I know how much they hate it, but I gotta throw it in. It's um you have to, yeah. J Ali. It's a uh, from the Cigar City. It's down here in Florida. There's no good IPAs down here. It does not pass the finger test, but I'm gonna give you a shocking review here, Tim. Um, 
this is this is a six point two beer. It's seven point five percent alcohol. Cow. It's a fantastic beer. It's almost it's almost like it's not like a Bud Light, but you can drink it like a Bud Light at seven point five percent alcohol. I've been drinking them all week. It's a fantastic beer. It doesn't pass the finger finger test, so it's a shocking grade. One more sip. I'm gonna give you really a real official grade. Six point three is the f- official beer. J I Lee. I've been calling it J I J. Um, all, all week, and, and um, that's our official review, and I think this is a huge week for the XFL. Week two, it's an important week. Week one was huge, but week two might be even bigger for them. I agree. Well, hey, everyone, keep an eye out for that beer Chop just gave you a review on. Uh, the last thing I have to say is, hop on board, choo-choo, gravy train, <laughs> leaving the station, week two, XFL. XFL, here we come. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Enjoy the football. Enjoy each other's company. XFL Tim signing out. See you, Tim. See you, Chop.